Welcome to Q&A with Dr. J and welcome to my internet radio show. Everything you want to know about relationships and didn't know who to ask. I thank you so much for joining me. I always look forward to your questions that you're emailing to me. I got an interesting uh, question from a listener today and I thought I would share it with you. It's from a young lady and she said that she's been dating this young man for about six months and suddenly she had some red flags and signals about that while they had moved into a monogamous relationship that this person was seeing other people and she didn't know how to proceed because she was beginning to feel you know like insecure and didn't know how to uh, have the bring up a conversation of her true feelings of feeling that the person was being dishonest with her well you, you can't deny what it is that you're feeling and you can't, uh, listener, just chump it up to somebody telling you, oh, you're being jealous or insecure. No, sometimes there are red flags when you're dating someone. Uh, they change their pattern. They stop calling. They make a date and they break it. They're constantly hiding their cell phones. And their habit of being relaxed when they're with you is just changing. They say, oh, I have to go take take this call. These are all things that I understand that can make you feel a little uncomfortable. And I always like to give people the invitation to go back to being honest with themselves. First of all, sit and think about, am I really being insecure? Am I, are these feelings coming from some past relationships? You know, just sort of assess where these feelings are coming from. But if you can really identify three out of five things that you know have really changed about this relationship um, and things that you are really on target to, to um, with your feelings, with your gut feelings, because there's nothing wrong with having uh, an intuitive gut reaction, because that's part of your truth. So being able to show up in that truth is very, very important. I would suggest that you, again, use your communication tools, sit down, invite the person over, go, you know, and say, I really need to talk to you about something because it's on my mind. I'm not jealous. You know, just explain all those feelings that that have flooded into your mind and spirit um, and share those feelings with that person. And hopefully they'll be able to listen to you and um, and be honest And that's what you're seeking here, is you're seeking that person to have honesty, integrity, listening, and communication. And hopefully, if you have a communication, a good communication system, this will enhance it. That person will be able to share with you their truth. And if you feel that that person kind of blows you off and blows up and walks away and doesn't want to talk about it, then at some point you need to stop and reevaluate where you're at in this relationship. No, you don't have proof that the person is cheating on you. However, you know that the feelings have changed and the behavior pattern has changed in this relationship. And it's enough to upset you. So if it's enough to upset you, then it's enough to sit down and say, look, we need to talk and we need to be honest. And hopefully, uh, listener, At least you won't sweep it under the rug. Hopefully that person will be honest. It may hurt you that if they're saying, well, yes, I am seeing other people. But it's better to be hurt on this side 
of six months than to wait 12 months and you're still having those same uh, repressed feelings and you didn't have the conversation. So show up, have the conversation. You don't have to be angry. You just want to communicate. And um, hopefully that person will feel comfortable enough to share their truth. And um, if they are not seeing anyone else, hopefully you guys can talk about the new behavior and that person can make some adjustments and you can feel comfortable again and you can work on trust and he can, he can work on integrity. Uh, both of you can work on trusting each other and having integrity. So I, um, I hope I answered your question. Um, and I look forward, uh, again to taking in an, another, um, question from a listener and good luck with that, uh, um, those recommendations. Um, I hope that by communicating and by um, sharing your fears and sharing your feelings that you all can either start fresh and get a new start or make decisions to do something else. Either way, it's you don't have to stuff those feelings and you don't have to, you know, you can share them. Well, I'm glad that... Um, and I'm hoping that that will help you, listener. And now we're going to move on to another question. Before we do, I want to welcome you listeners again to Q&A with Dr. J. Everything you wanted to know about relationships and didn't know who to ask. And uh, now I'm going to get ready to read another question from a listener. This is a married couple. They've been married seven years, it says here. And they kind of come to a, a place in their relationship where they're not having um, the kind of intimacy, the kind of sexual experiences that they were having in the first two or three years of their uh, marriage. You know, they find themselves working and they don't have any children, but they're just working and coming home and they're tired and, you know, they're just not making the time to have a great intimate uh, sex life the way they were when it was first fresh and new. Well, that's a really good question. Thank you for a couple. I like that the couple decided to ask this question because usually it's like one person, or um, but rarely do I get uh, couples. So I welcome couples to submit those questions to me as well because that means that both of them have a reality and both of them are at the same place and both of them want to know how can they salvage and um, and reinvent themselves into this a positive sexual relationship. My invitation is that you're right. You know, sometimes familiarity, uh, it can uh, just make you feel like, oh, okay, there's not the excitement. And then you're tired and you put the everyday work schedule into and the stresses of uh, going, driving to work, coming home and, you know, getting ready for the next day and and just th- that whole, you find yourself on a treadmill kind of going nowhere. My invitation would be, first of all, sit down and have a conversation and say, listen to each other. You come up with two or three ideas. The other person come up with two or three ideas that they think would be exciting for them to stimulate them sexually. Some of the things I'd like to give you just as an invitation to think about is, one, like many staycations. And they don't cost anything. You can have them at home. And then, since both of you guys are on the same page, 
one time, uh, if you do a staycation, let the husband work out the arrangement, like what you're going to eat, what you're going to do when you're on your staycation, movies you're going to watch, and have that person plan, and then switch it off. Give the wife a responsibility the next month to plan a staycation. Almost like you'd sit and plan a birthday party, only you're planning a romantic adventure at home. And um, I think that can give you a really, really fresh start. I mean, one person may have rose petals laid out for the other person when they come in all the way to the bathtub or to the shower. You know, another person may order in food and uh, and have balloons and flowers. It's just using your imagination to court the other person. We forget that as we move along in a marriage, uh, we everything becomes routine. Break up the routine and put some excitement back into your life. So even if you could do that once a month would be amazing. Also, another um, idea that I have uh, of jump-starting kind of a boring routine marriage is to, you know, write each other a love letter once a week. And you have a little special mailbox that you put it in, one for him, one for her. And then just share the things that you really appreciate and like about the other person. You can go to the bookstore and find these little angel cards and they have words in them. And, you know, every evening when you come in after you've had dinner, before you turn the news or your favorite program on, sit and pull one of the cards out and read the word to each other and tell what that word means for you and How does that word relate to where you're at in your relationship? And move back into, you know, taking some time to communicate. Another good idea to jumpstart a a relationship uh, and a marriage, or even people who are living together, you know, that's important too because you can take each other for granted, is to actually have a special meeting once a week, just like you do at staff meetings at work. And have a family meeting, even though it's just two of you. Uh, Sit and talk about the things you think that are running good about this marriage or this relationship. And and also talk about the things that you think are challenging about it and the things that you need to work on. So again, it's providing you with communication. It's providing you with an opportunity to actually change the schedule so that you're bringing in some excitement. Another really great thing as we're winding down is remember to have play dates with each other. I'm not talking about when we first started out talking about doing something exciting, staycations. But a play date is when you actually get dressed up and go out and go dancing or go to a movie or go for a ride or go to the beach and uh, or just have a spontaneous picnic at the park. But do something, you know, just exciting where it's just your special time away from the mundane of television and the things that are happening at home and the chores. I hope I've given you some good opportunity to start think and think of your own things. You know, there are games that you can play. You'd have to actually actually go out and buy some and sit, play some games and and then just sitting close to each other and holding hands. And don't forget to tell each other that you love each other in the morning and that you love each other at night. And I think that you have a good opportunity, listener, to jumpstart 
than seven years and make it feel like it's seven months. <laughs> Good luck and thank you for asking that question because I know there are many, many listeners who um, are in that same uh, slow-paced part of the relationship where you really stop putting your best foot forward and where you really stop showing each other that you're special and how much you're loved and appreciated. Okay, thanks again and keep those um, questions coming in. Q&A with Dr. J. Everything you wanted to know about relationships and didn't know who to ask. And uh, I look forward to having you back real soon. Take care.